What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 68. We're your host. I'm Jerry Wilson. And I'm Carolyn Chillick. And today we are going to do our movie review of The Kingsman, The Gold Circle. The Golden. Gold, oh, The Gold Circle. The Golden Circle. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Totally different. Completely different. Um, and I have zero news I want to talk about. Well, dang. Well, then let's just get to the movie. Sounds good. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. First off, I have to say that the the audience that was in attendance mm-hmm. seemed to be like a really good audience. Well, what do you mean? I, don't, I just seemed like they were... Having fun with the movie, too. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a fun movie. It's definitely had, you know, the funny parts. Mm-hmm. It had good action. I mean, I'd say it's like when you want to go see a movie that, you know, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. This is a good movie for that. Yeah, because I guess I, I that was just one of the things that stuck out to me because, you know, we've... This is number 14 on this year's list of movies, and I guess I just... Never paid attention to the other 13 movies or whatever, but I guess it just somehow it just seemed like I, I was kind of paying attention to the audience because it just seemed like they were really laughing at a mm-hmm. lot of at a lot of stuff. So, which that kind of helps the movie going experience. Right. Um, but I thought overall, I thought that this movie was wait, wait, what, wait, wait. Speaking of before we go into the movie, speaking of audience, wasn't there something that you were going to bring up? Yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad you uh, stomped, stomped on the brakes right there. Okay. I don't know if this is going to hurt people's feelings if if you are... It's just stupid opinions. The, ...the type of person who does this. So we go to the theater, and it's one of those theaters that's been updated. It has the lounge... Yeah, the reclining Reclining foot and- rest things, all that... All that stuff. I don't understand why some people feel that they are in their fucking living room and they <laughs> feel like they can take off their shoes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, number one, never take off my shoes in a movie theater, period. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Now, this has happened on, you know, a, you know, two or three times now that I've just sitting next to me or on you know close to me mm-hmm. and i notice it and i just always think to myself why do they do that this isn't their living room this is a movie theater you don't know what's on the floor wow. you're barefoot the the other people around you do you i mean obviously Especially obviously you don't you don't care or you don't think that it's anything bad your feet are like you know, not eye level, but you know they're in your peripheral. Yeah, and you're bringing up your toe jam. Yeah, I, I don't need. I don't need to see it. I, I fucking hate it. It irritates me to no end. And so when that happened, a couple seats down, I immediately turned to you and said, "I'm going to bring this up on the show." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I mean, it doesn't bother me like that. But I do think it's gross because num- I would never take my shoes off. I mean, movie theater floor has to be one of the dirtiest places besides. I mean, it's like number two to bathroom floor. Would you go in a public bathroom barefooted? 
No, thank you. I don't even like wearing flip-flops to a movie theater because my foot might slide and yeah. get and, gross shit on it. Mm-hmm. And so I, so I just don't understand. So if, if you know, there's people out there listening that take off their shoes while going to movies and stuff, stop. Just <laughs> stop. Save that for your living room. <laughs> okay, Jerry's rant number one, I think, is officially over. Yeah. Okay. All now right. to the movie. Now to the movie. I thought I thought the movie was good. I thought the the action was awesome. As far as like the fight scenes, the visuals, and all that stuff were mm-hmm. really cool. And I really want to see this director do the Man of Steel sequel. Right? Was it Matthew Vaughn? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. That he. I guess it came out last week that he's kind of been in talks with Warner Brothers about the Man of Steel. So I, after seeing this movie, it's like, I, I really want to see him do it. Yeah, I think take it that, out of the dark and put it, I mean, it can, it doesn't need to be this, this movie is pretty lighthearted and it's yeah. pretty, uh, you know, like the fight scenes and stuff are a little bit over the top, like funny kind of stuff. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't need to go that far, but I can yeah. see it being a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. a little bit more. Cause I mean, Superman is a little cheesy. He's a, kind mm-hmm. of a nerd. I mean, yeah. just kind of goody two shoes, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like part of his charm. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I, I mean, tidbit. I mean, maybe microscopic little bits of this, mm-hmm. but it's not the, you know, flying is still the safest way to travel kind of, <laughs> you know, comments yes. and stuff like that. That you know makes him who he is. Mm-hmm. We don't need Batman, Superman. We need Superman, Superman. But. Yeah, I definitely feel like this movie had the, I think, you know, I watched the original the night before to mm-hmm. kind of, because I hadn't seen it since it came out in the theaters, you yeah. know, what, two years ago, if mm-hmm. not more. And I definitely feel like this one had the action scenes were a lot better. You know, there were kind of more of them. They're a little bit more intricate, I thought was really cool. And even I think they, you know, pushed the envelope a little bit. More in this one, too, which, I mean, for a sequel, you kind of have to do a little bit more just to make it, you know, so it's not regurgitating it. Yeah. Or it's not, you know, you want to do something different. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was, I thought it was definitely a good time. Yeah. So, and as far as the, the, the story, I mean, the, the, the story, the story, the story was okay. I think I liked the story of the first one better. Mm-hmm. But this story was was okay, and then you brought up you know earlier this morning when we were talking yeah, about I mean, some of the 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 holes in it that didn't quite make. Well, the thing, so a yeah, the only the complaints that I have about this movie is just when you start. I mean, when you go see this movie, you just it's the type of movie you just go watch to have a good time. Don't overthink it. But mm-hmm. we're you know doing a podcast on it. So we have to overthink it. Mm-hmm. So when you start thinking about the plot, number one, it's like all they show is Fox News. Even in England, yeah. Fox News, mm-hmm. I mean, they have BBC. I mean, it wouldn't be Fox News. It would be a different news source. Mm-hmm. And then it's the president. It's all focused in on the United States, the president making these decisions about the world. So she only cares, Poppy only cares uh-huh. about legalizing drugs in America. When yet she made 
all of her drugs worldwide have this this disease or yeah, something some virus some, some virus in it but yet she just pretty much she just wants America to legalize the drugs and then once it's legalized then she will disperse the, all over the, the, world. the antidote all over the world which if this was American movie okay but the Kingsman the Kingsman are in England yeah why destroy the Kingsman but then you're gonna focus everything on the US. United States uh-huh. and then you, you're not gonna do anything about the statesman do you only know about the Kingsman because of Charlie uh-huh like, do you not even know about the Kingsman, maybe? But even so, why are you destroying the Kingsman, but yet you're not doing anything? It seems like, wouldn't you be telling this to the world so multiple world leaders would mm-hmm. have to deal with this? Not just our stupid president, Hillbilly, that they have, you know, in this movie? Yeah, and, and I guess it kind of goes back to the, the whole news outlet thing. It's not like we have a problem with Fox. It's like they needed to have more news outlets. Right. You needed to have more of them, but then you also needed to have more news outlets from around the world and then not just trying to legalize it here in the U.S., but you're trying to legalize it around the world knowing that there's some countries that, you know, probably have some forms of drugs are legal, but she wants, like, all of her yeah, and just have stuff it. legal. It should have been a, a U.N., Problem, but I, I guess I don't understand why they kind of stuck to the, the U.S. thing when everybody around the world was who were using drugs was then infected, right? With it, yeah. So that's especially I think it bothers me more because Kingsman is an English organization. It's kind of a mm-hmm. this is English, but yet you're doing nothing with England. Like at least yeah, in the first like, like one, England wasn't in it. At all, other than to destroy the Kingsmen, and I assume you only did that because Charlie knew of the Kingsmen, and that Poppy didn't know anything about the U.S. having their own, and it was the Statesmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I... Yeah, so... That's the, that's the only thing that kind of, like, it's, like, her whole plot is just to legalize it in, mm-hmm. the, in the United States... But you don't care about legalizing it in the world, mm-hmm. about anywhere else, and I don't know. So that's the only thing. And and, and again, this is when you start delving deep, because then I could also delve in deeper, saying you know she's letting out all of these drones. Well, how is the drugs getting from the drone to the infected person? Are the drones going to hospitals? Because mm-hmm. all yeah. these infected people are paralyzed. Because they can't go anywhere, they so they're go. paralyzed. So they're all stuck so somebody wherever else they is are. having to go House, and apartment, get it. subway. So am I just going to like CVS and saying, "Hey, dude, I know three people that need this," and they just hand it to me? Mm-hmm. Because they're almost dead. They're paralyzed. I don't. They never said what the specific timeline is between, but some of them were like on their way to being like you know their eyes. Yeah, were their going. eyes were turning blue, and then pretty much after that, it it's. <laughs> yeah. Squirt City. <laughs> Squirt City. And and it's like, okay, so are these people... Uh, yeah, again, del- delving too deep into this plot holes, but... Yes, but it, like, if you would just have left the theater, you would have had a good time. Oh, yeah. Thinking, this was a funny movie, the action was, the action was 
was great. There was, you know, funny one-liners in there. You know, no problem with it. But then for us who come on here and do this, we, you know, kind of, you know. This is our job is to put some, nitpick. Put some holes in things and point things out. And This is just like when just we used to them. have, you know, we had um, a boss that would pick stuff and go, well, when I, when I do this, pick, 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 it comes loose. Mm-hmm. Then don't pick it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Don't pick it. Mm-hmm. Just leave it's it still, there. It's, it'll be good. Because <laughs> as long as you don't pick at it. Everything is going to be fine. It's going yeah. to stick right there. Because mm-hmm. definitely, I would, you know, if this was on TV or something, I'd definitely watch it again because it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I thought that the, um, so the statesmen, so the kingsmen get destroyed. Yes. And their doomsday is a bottle of Kentucky bourbon, mm-hmm. whiskey. and Which was the only thing in this little, the vault. Like... Like, Merlin knew, like, of the doomsday scenario. You just have to go to this one place, the wine, some wine drinking, whatever place. Go there, said you needed to sample wine, whatever. The only thing in their little doomsday vault thing was this bottle of whiskey. That was it. No note, no anything. I guess the way to open it was the, the medal that Colin Firth gave... You know, what's his name? Eggsy. Or maybe that's just a medal. Any one of those medals, I guess, would do it. Because that's the medal that whenever his father passed, was killed, that's the medal that he gave Eggsy. Mm-hmm. And, and it had the number on it and said, whenever you need help, say, you know, Oxford's not ruse or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Something. Yeah. So that's the medal. That he used to open that vault. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same one Eggsy used or if it's just one of those medals. Yeah. And uh, so I guess they drink it and then it has, you know, made in Kentucky. But the K in Kentucky is a Kingsman. Mm-hmm. And somehow they figure it out. Yeah. Stay- Which, that whole scene between those two was good. But let me just back up just a little bit. I... I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm a little sad that like some of these other people died like the girl Roxy yeah because mm-hmm. I liked her character in the first one right and I guess I really would have liked to have seen her more in this yeah like I was happy when I saw her there at the beginning mm-hmm. and then you also had the new head of the Kingsmen which was the new Arthur Dumbledore mm-hmm. which I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. But he didn't last very long. Right. So it's like now... Wh- and the saddest is JB died. Yes. His little pug. Mm-hmm. Well, well, little dog. And little face. With this show that they, they showed us in, you know, in this movie that, you know, not everything stays dead. I assume the dog is dead and gone because they ended up getting a new puppy. But... I, I guess there's a way you could bring back. I mean, well, I don't. I don't. I mean, that I don't know. House, I mean, Her, it got I mean, hit it by was, it got hit by a missile, turned to rubble. She's never coming back. I mean, and it, none of not, those. Not are only did back. it turn into rubble, but it collapsed into mm. a gi- gigantic hole. Yeah. So I, I think that was kind of sad that they did that. And it's like they had to kind of clear the deck to make way for the statesman, mm-hmm. which. 
I'm a Jeff Bridges fan. Yeah. So now, now you're telling me like he's like the boss guy. I'm on board. I, I like that. I like Mr. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, but it seems like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'd be the boss of everybody. I mm-hmm. think they'd start up Kingsman, how they had it before. They'd have an Arthur. They'd have their own head guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's going to that's gonna be, I, I feel like Colin Firth would become the new Arthur. Because they have two Callahans. And see, that's what I was thinking that, I think, you know, because the way that they set up the end of this movie, they set it up for a third. They, oh, yeah. they There's, I mean, there's going to be a third movie. <laughs> And I think, and I was thinking the same as you, that to have Colin be the head of the Kingsmen would, would be great. And then that way, Eggsy could be, you know, whoever he needs, if he's even a part of it. Because as this movie went on, you kind of find out that, you know, he was gonna going to marry the uh, the princess from the, right. the original Right, which I thought one. was hilarious. Which I thought was great. When I, I saw was her, great. I'm like, that's awesome. So did I. I thought I thought that th- this was great to have that scene from the first one and all that have how they met and stuff, and then to have them you know in a relationship. And this one I thought was was great. Mm-hmm. I got a little chuckle out of it when I first saw it on screen. Yeah. And but then it's like you got the the impression that if he marries her, that he can't be a kingsman because of. He would then be kind of married into the I mean, royal, a a royal family, and he can't go out and do these type of things. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like, is he picking her over being a kingsman? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I worry about, because I really like him and his character in here. Yeah. So if there's a third one, are they replacing him with Channing Tatum? Because at the end of it, Channing Tatum you know, showed up in England Looking more in, you know, it's King. English little, attire. Yeah, he was in the suit. He still had his cowboy boots on. Yeah. But he had a little bowler hat. Yeah, but he wasn't, you know. And an umbrella. So mm. it's like he, you know, the statesman now, like, they maybe they, you know, kind of, you know, exchange student. Mm-hmm. Kind of have some of their people now be a kingsman and vice yeah. versa. Or the kingsmen are just given the, I mean, because kingsmen only have literally two people. Colin Firth and Galahad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now, you know, they, until they recruit more, mm-hmm. you know, they need somebody else. So, uh, I don't know, but I just hope that he's still in it because I really, really like Eggsy's character and the yeah. actor that plays him, I think is really I, I good. I feel like there's gotta be, there's gonna be some not. way for them to get him back, back into it. Somehow, mm-hmm. some way he's going to get, he's got to be drugged back into, you know, the, the third the mm-hmm. third movie. Right. He can't be completely gone. I think that'd be a com- complete waste. His character is hilarious. I know. And Absolutely badass. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, you know, when Channing Tatum, I, you know, I thought he had a really good fight scene when, you know, they come to the Statesman distillery mm-hmm. and they kind of find their way in and um, they, you know, Channing Tatum finds them and they kind of have this fight scene and you know mm-hmm. he can hold his own he's got his his gun there his you know he's got the rifle yeah and i thought that was really cool and then they have him you know have he, he's been yeah token something or you he's, know he's he's the uh, party boy of the he's a wild he's the, a wild card the statesman yes mm-hmm. so he has been out there doing drugs so now he's infected so they kind of i guess to try to slow down the virus they put him on ice so you know, so 
He's been Chan- most of the movie just yeah, in most of the movie. He was in, in isolation ice. and ice, yeah. except for that one isolation. Ice. That one that one fight scene, um, right there. You know, when they first come over to mm-hmm. Kentucky, and then a couple times just having him talk, and then that was it oh. until the until the end when they gave him the the antidote. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you had most of the movie is with the agent whiskey, who is doing is the guy from Game of Thrones that got his head squished. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was doing a hard Burt Reynolds smoking the bandit impression. I yes, mean, he was. Hard. And <laughs> it, it, it made me giggle. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> and his uh, his skills with the whip, well, they're pretty cool. And the fight scenes with the whip, like at the end when they're fighting him, mm-hmm. Colin Firth and Eggsy, when they're actually fighting him and like one of them does like a jump through the lasso and yeah oh I thought yeah that, i thought that was really cool i think that the way that this thing was shot for those fight scenes i mean it really makes these fight scenes look even cooler yeah by the and way you know, that they do the angles of the and mm-hmm. the slow motions of some of the stuff and all that where it where you can see kind of what's what's going on and i, I bring that up because with like with like the transformer stuff, you can't really see because it's just a big hot mess of well, and some, flashing metal and and all that. But this you could really see the choreography of mm-hmm. of the fight scenes, which was well thought out. It's like they they took their plan on you know their time to to do this, which was was really well done. And and you know some movies I feel like overdo the slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like this this one I feel like it was just right. Like on the really cool parts. They had it in slow motion. I thought what was really funny was when Elton John starts fighting back mm-hmm. and he's doing this kick in the air and they kind of slow motion and he kind of looks at the camera. Yeah. And uh, I thought, because, I mean, you know, the Elton John scenes were just totally out, like, unexpected. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. show him in any previews. No, not, a, not at all. So it was like, you know, something that you didn't expect, mm-hmm. something they kept secret. But, yeah, I mean, he was in it. I mean, not a ton, but, I mean, more he was, than just a cameo. I mean, he was definitely... Because I thought when we, when we first saw him and he was playing the piano for, for Poppy and Charles. Charlie. Charlie. that I, I thought that was kind of his cameo. Right. That that, was, that that was kind of it. But then to, you know, show him, you know, later later on and have some action scenes and then have some funny scenes with the guard and was cussing at the guard and all that. Oh yeah. Was or doctor or whoever that yeah, was whoever that, that was. gave gave him the the antidote was was great. So he was in a lot more even at than, the end of the fight scene with Colin Firth where you know the dogs are the robotic dogs are after Colin Firth and he like gets in front mm. of him and says, "Friend, <laughs> hey, they won't hurt me." So <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he had some good some good parts and some good one-liners and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, unexpected. Mm-hmm. But, um... Now, I guess for the people who saw the first one and who haven't seen the second one and have decided to go ahead and listen to us anyways, spoil it for you. I mean, hello, we give the alert. <laughs> yes. The... I was completely fine with the way they explained it to us on how they brought back Colin Firth. Well, definitely because the church was in what Alabama, I mean, which is mm-hmm. right. It was in the, it was in the states, and they and I guess somehow um, 
ginger ale. Was that her? Is mm-hmm. that ginger ale? Yeah, they call it ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she she picked up something like his glasses or something like no, that. Well, what did she? No, she picked up because you know it was like a like you know he sent out a huge some sort of you know like um a surge in electronic act because it's like he, it went through all their cell phones. Uh-huh. It was like some sort of a surge okay. in cell act it's not cell activity or something, but she could tell something happened right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they went to go investigate just to figure out what that was. Mm-hmm. And they found Colin Firth and saw his weapons and stuff like that and yeah. knew there was something about him. So I, I like that. That didn't bother me. Right. And it seems like, you know, because, you know, I was kind of mad at the previews when they gave away Colin Firth being still alive. Mm-hmm. I wish that would have been something that they that they wouldn't have done. Because I, I feel like there's plenty of stuff that they could have done in trailers and not give away Colin Firth. Yeah, because especially one of the trailers, he was there at the, like, the very end. Like, hello, Eggsy. Mm-hmm. Like, was it? It's like... Or just him shaving. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like... It's like, you didn't need to have him in... The trailers, you kind kind of kind of hold on to that and save that as a big because just surprise. having the statesman is something that because mm-hmm. people could have known that he was in the movie and people would have logically thought, well, it's probably flashbacks because he would have had an eye patch. He wouldn't. He would have always had weird glasses. It never would have looked like a flashback because he had no eye. Well, I know, but if you never would have shown him in any of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't show him at all in any of the trailers, but his name was tied to it. Oh, like in IMDb like or IMDb, something? IMDb, like, he's there. It's like, like yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's there. He's, I mean, it's, there it was very well could have been flashbacks. One scene because, that's a flash, there is one scene of a flashback mm-hmm. of him when he was with Colin Firth. Although, this flashback must have happened in that one day. Because, mm-hmm. you know, well, since I had just watched the movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't know Colin Firth up until he went to the training or the interview yeah. for the Kingsman. And they had a 24-hour period where they could, like when they made it to the top three, I think. They had a 24-hour period that they could spend with their the person who um, uh, what's it, uh, nominated them. Yeah. So after that period... Colin Firth dies. I mean, pretty much. I don't know how how mm-hmm. soon after that, because you know he's hurt for most. He's in a big fight. Um, at the big like in the middle, and he's like unconscious for part of it, part of the movie. So there's only when Eggsy has this flashback of when he was with Colin Firth and he was teaching him. It must have been that one day. It had to have been. <laughs> Because it's not like he hung out with him a lot. Because he was dead pretty soon after. Yeah. But either way, we both agree that he shouldn't have been in the trailer. Right. He shouldn't have been in the trailer. Mm Because that kind of... It's like, because when you saw him with the eye patch, it's like, okay, somehow, someway, he survived the shot. And so that kind of was a... eh, Yeah, I wish they wouldn't have... I wish... I mean, I still like how they did it and, you know, finding out how he survived... And mm-hmm. him kind of being off, you know, when he came back, he's not 100%. You know, they kind of mimic the scene from the beginning where he fights in the bar where he goes, manners, maketh, man. And he does this fight scene and they do, because they actually, that fight in the first one, he does that fight scene 
and he knocks out all the people in the bar. Yeah. And then at the very, very end, Eggsy comes in mm-hmm. once he's a Kingsman and does the same exact thing. And he does like the beer or the beer glass mm-hmm. and does it with the umbrella. And so this time when Colin Firth does it and he misses and all that, you know. Yeah, everything was just off. Just off. Um, and um, I mean, um. I thought that was good. And because it's like you don't expect him to be 100% immediately. I, yeah, feel, I feel like yeah, it's good that they didn't have him just come back and be boom. Mm-hmm. And um, but then by the end, he's 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 pretty, pretty 100%. By the end, yeah, which he's close to. I mean, yeah. as, as well as you know, as close to a hundred percent with you know missing an eye as you can be. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for the third one. Him having some sort of bionicle eye, you know. Why not? If if Charlie can have that arm, right? I mean, having the eye, so he doesn't even have to have glasses. It's all in his eye. Would be pretty cool. Pretty cool mm-hmm. eye. So, speaking <clears throat> of mechanical stuff. I thought those dogs were pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the stuff, like, I really like the idea where she does, like, the 1950s thing. Where where was she? Cambodia? So, like, yeah, I, I think so. Nowhere in Cambodia? Yeah, at some, like, old ruined temples or something oh, yeah. that were, like, deep in the jungle or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And she dolled them all up, like, 1950s style places. Yeah, and, and like, when the guy, you know... <laughs> When the guy gets into the meat processor and then she makes that guy eat him. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty diabolical. I thought that was pretty good. And like how she's, as soon as she put on the rubber Excuse apron, me? Okay. Apron that's, you know, uh-huh. like the Dexter apron that's, you know, got the flowers or whatever on mm-hmm. it. I'm like, uh-oh. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> oh, oh, and she was talking to those two guys, and the yeah, one the guy two was guys. introducing right. this um, new recruit, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah, and then she's walking over. They're like, oh, hey, you know, hey, let, let, let's eat. And she walks right past, and it looks like a diner. And then there's this huge meat grinder. I mean, huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is it is literally big enough for bodies to go into it. I'm like... Okay, that thing is huge, giant, shiny. Yeah. It's going to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was. Mm-hmm. Multiple times ending <laughs> up. So, yeah, I thought that, I mean, I thought the, her whole thing, like how her guards are like wearing the old bomber kind of jackets, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, it's all very 50s, eclectic kind of look and, you know, even the way that she dresses and I thought that was pretty funny, you know, kind of a different spin on it and uh all of her robotic stuff because she's like you can't trust humans you can trust robots mm-hmm. but even like you know the bowling alley you know having a bowling alley there and the movie theater <laughs> <laughs> i thought you know i thought that was kind of a funny spin on those kind of things mm-hmm. um trying to think what else the statesman there was one scene where they show the statesman and they, you see like their distillery, they're like up at the top and in the background you see like a big city. What city would that be? I have no idea because supposedly that's Kentucky. Right. I'm trying to think what big city, like, is that Louisville? I mean, it looked like a big city. I'm like, is Louisville that big? I just kind of seemed, where are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems like they'd yeah. kind of be in the middle of nowhere, kind of like how, you know, 
the Jack Daniels distillery is kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, this little podunk town. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was a little bit off. I'm like, what? That kind of puts it out. I mean, I feel like it's just out of place. Yeah, because I, 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 I saw it too, and I was like, well, okay. I was like, obviously that's not New York City. But it's like what – it is a bigger city because there is, you know, a handful of really, you know, tall skyscrapers. Now, I've never been to Louisville. Maybe Louisville is. I don't know how – what it's – I would – but I would think that's about the same size as Memphis, and Memphis isn't that, that big. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just me. Maybe some one of our Kentucky listeners can let us know. And also, if you're going to let us know about that, what that city was, did the, did the, did the statesmen, were they um, attire appropriate for Kentucky? Yeah, because being from Texas, I feel like they seemed more Texan. Now, the Smokey and the Bandit guy is kind of, you know, wild card. But even their accents, like Jeff Bridges and Channing Tatum, their accents mm-hmm. seemed more Texan than... Mm-hmm. Than that, than Kentuckian. Like I don't. I mean, I don't think of cowboys when I think of Kentucky. I think of like moonshiners, and it's a totally different feel. It's mm-hmm. like well, like not. Yeah, it's like an, an it's all, not like an open all of prairie were, kind of cattlemen. And yet, their dress was was more. I, I guess I say their dress. I guess I, I keep thinking of you know, um, Channum. Hmm. But yeah. then again, maybe he is Texan because they said it was a rodeo clown or something like yeah, that. You can go so, back to being a rodeo clown. So yeah, because you know when I think of Kentucky, I think of like horse breeders, mm-hmm. and I think of moonshiners. Mm-hmm. And they were, and I guess I got the the impression that they looked more like cattle ranchers, right? Which than, I would think of as more prairies. I would think as more Texan or even more like Montana. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, open prairie kind of cattlemen. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just I like, no what's idea. the... I mean, it's kind of like, what's what's a stereotype Southern American? You know, kind of cowboys and, you know, guitars and Cadillacs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, even... I would think that, you know, the Kingsmen, I mean... I know it's Kentucky and, you know, kind of do the Southern thing, but even like statesmen, I almost feel like even if they had it more revolutionary, like wouldn't there, mm-hmm. it would, cause you know, Have the Kingsmen or even like the Kingsmen, they're all named after Knights of the Round Table. It seems like the American version would be founding fathers like Franklin, mm-hmm. Roosevelt, or not, uh, Jefferson, you know, the, mm-hmm. like that kind of, but. I don't know. But, I mean, it, definitely the liquors is funnier. Yes, the, the the liquor is funnier, giving them, you know, whiskey and tequila and... Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Cham- uh, champagne. Champ, champ. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is champagne. They all call me champ. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, champagne? And they said they call me champ. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That that sounds better. Yeah, he has to toughen it up. Yeah. <laughs> nice save there, Jeff. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, definitely fun movie. Definitely, um, I liked it. And, um, I mean, when you start digging into plot holes, I mean, I can do this with every movie, is mm-hmm. digging into plot holes. Yeah, it's but, like how far down you want to dig on movies. Yeah. You can find and something on I mean, on some movies are just meant to be entertaining, fun watches. And, that, and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, 
be Academy Award winning, critically acclaimed to be a good movie. I think it can just be a fun watch and be good. And I think that's what this mm-hmm. is. Yes. I, and I had zero, zero problem on spending money and spending a couple hours watching this movie. Yeah. There are some, on the other hand, that I... Like, why did I just waste two hours of my life? Yes. And spend that money. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Okay. Well, I think that's I think that's it for me. Okay. At least yeah, me too. until, you know, we can do our grade and our yeah. ranking. Yeah, yeah, let's get to the grades and the ranking. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. I'll let you go first. So we do grades? Yeah, we'll do grades and then we'll do rankings out of the this is the fourteenth movie for the year. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a top we're gonna do a twenty. Right. That we will talk about throughout the year. But this is number 14. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm giving this a solid B. Solid B. Because I am, you know, I'm glad I saw it in the theater. I thought it was fun. I thought that the action scenes were really cool. And I really think that, I feel like this movie was a little bit better than the first one. Now, I do like the story in that one. I feel like, you know, the plot holes, I haven't really... I didn't delve deep into that. those plot holes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some good scenes. When everybody's head gets blown off, I, think I thought it was <laughs> hilarious. And But I do think this one had more of the really cool fight scenes than the one before. Mm-hmm. Because it had people that could fight back. Like, with... Um, you know, the first one had the girl with the cool legs. Mm-hmm. You know, with the... But this one, you know, having Charlie and, you know, the dogs and, you know, it had a kind of a few different kind of things to fight. So I thought that was even the fight against Whiskey and, you know, Galahad, the Galahads, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) you know. And so you had different tech, you know, different fights. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I thought that was cool. So I'm giving it a B. Uh, I too am going to give it a B. I thought this was a a good little movie to go and get away. And like I said earlier in this, the the audience really seemed to have been enjoying themselves mm-hmm. and watching it as well, which you know kind of furthered me having a a good time with it. Well, and, plus I feel like speaking about the audience, I do feel like they caught inside jokes too. Because sometimes yeah. I feel like people are just watching this. They're not getting it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the people who are watching this liked the first one and caught some of the inside jokes. Especially like the girlfriend and yeah. um, some of the different little one-liners that they, you know, kind of said. And then like when you see Roxy, you know, like, they're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that also makes it better. Because, you know, these people have seen it. They get the inside jokes. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I laugh at something and nobody else does in the theater. I'm like... Oh, nobody else has seen this or something <laughs> like some of the star Wars where they have like the, when they say the, the line in star Wars, that's been in every single, you know, I have a bad feeling about this, you mm-hmm. know, people getting it in, you know, getting in the theater. I feel like, Oh, they're one of us. Yeah. Kind of thing. So yeah. I, yeah, I agree. So yeah. So I gave, gave it a B. Um, I thought that the, you know, the, the fight scenes, the choreography, the visuals were awesome. Well done. I really want to see him do, Man of Steel because I think from this mo- from take. this from this movie I think he kind of fits what the Man of Steel kind of needs to be moving forward kind of how I like who Matt Reeves who they've got mm-hmm. 
for the Batman and kind of the stuff that he's done, like with the Planet of the Apes and all that stuff, fits more along the lines of a of a Batman. Mm-hmm. Like Superman and Batman don't don't need to be the same, and they shouldn't be the same. Mm-mm. So I, I kind of really hope that he gets the Superman job and kind of takes it and does what he kind of does. I think it would be great. Yeah, because I feel like you know, speaking of Superman and Batman, that would have been a cooler. Batman versus Superman, where you have like this dark mm-hmm. meeting this light. Yeah. You know, it was all dark meeting dark. Mm-hmm. But if it had like more light and more dark, where they clash because they have different ideal. I mean, mm-hmm. they have the base ideals are the same, but different ways of getting to those. I feel like this one was just, they were all in the gutter together. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's not really, I wish it would have been more. Mm-hmm. This light hearted not like i don't know kind of i can't think of the exact right word but a lighter version of superman mm-hmm. hopeful blah, blah blah versus this darker grittier super uh batman and then having those come together where it's like just a just a positioning those two different mm-hmm. would have been better but that's a tangent that we don't have time for yes and i think that's somewhere on a hidden hidden podcast from like last year yeah probably has has never been aired so (laughs) okay moving on to the rankings 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 getting ranking here okay i'll let you start at the bottom okay number 14 so are we doing it my 14 your 14 or am i going through my whole list and then you go through your whole list how do we usually do this I, th- I think we usually just go through my whole list, your whole list, and then I'll go through my list. I think whole with list. Marvel, when we rank the movies, I think we did it one at a time. Yes, we went back and forth. This one, we do it all me. Okay. Yes. Number 14 Transformers The Last Night. Wishing I could get those hours back in my life. Number 13 Valerian. More hours back in your life. Yeah, more hours I wish I could get back. Number 12. Ghost in the Shell. We're at, we're at half, like a quarter of the day you want it back in your life now. <laughs> Number 11, <laughs> War for the Planet of the Apes. That's, a, that's like a whole work day right there. Yeah. Eight hours you want back in your life. Okay. Number 10, The Dark Tower. Number 9, The Mummy. Number 8, Kong Skull Island. Number 7, Power Rangers. Number six, Lego Batman. Number five, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I'm putting it in at number five. Number four, I have Logan. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number two, Spider-Man Homecoming. And still sitting pretty at number one, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Man. Well, very cool. Very cool. Uh, Your turn. My turn. Okay, so number 14. I have as my, you know, bottom dweller right now is Valerian. Number 13 is Transformers. Number 12 is Ghost in the Shell. 11 is War for the Planet of the Apes. 10 is The Dark Tower. Nine is Power Rangers. Eight is The Mummy. Seven is Lego Batman. Six 
is Kong Skull Island. And number five is Kingsman and the Golden Circle. So, man. Have it at the same place. I mean, when, when you start doing the which one would you rather game with this. And, you know, I, I got up. Obviously, I shot right through, you know. I, I was the, I was the bottom the bottom half put, of the list. Put this above Kong, and that's the where, where I got to. It's like I got to you know Lego Batman and the Kingsman. Which one would I sooner watch? I would rather watch Kingsman than mm-hmm. Lego Batman. Lego Batman's good, but I guess I would sooner watch this one because it's it's more you know the humor and all that is more you know adult. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> like definitely. <laughs> and then I, I guess I looked at. You know, Kong Skull Island versus Kingsman. And Kong is cool and the action is is cool. But I guess to sit there and watch a, a whole movie, it's like I, I guess I would sooner watch Kingsman from beginning to end mm-hmm. than watch it's Kong. It's definitely fun, more end. fun. That's what's yeah. good about this movie is that I feel like if I saw it on TV, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this mm-hmm. and be like, Totally cool with watch having two hours because it's not. I don't feel like I have to like super pay attention to every little detail about a you know some of these movies. Yeah. You know you have to like pay attention to everything and you have to like really concentrate. This one I feel like I can watch. It's just fun. It's entertaining. It's just gonna be you know yeah easy. And then you know my top four are like yours. You know I have Logan number four, Guardians number three, Spider Man number two, and Wonder Woman number one. So, so yeah, that's Pretty how, uh, that's where, uh, that's where I'm, I'm sitting. I guess the next movie up that we will do is Ninjago, which also came out this weekend, mm-hmm. which we will do that podcast next Monday. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Because next I- week's going to be a v- busy week. I mean, just not movie wise, but that's also when the, uh, TV shows and all that get, up and going, but... Some of them do. Some of them are the next yes. week. But we'll do the Ninjago one next week. Yeah, because I don't think there's anything this week. There, yeah, there's no shows this week, so... I did watch, um, just speaking of TV, I did watch the pilot episode of Ghosted with Adam Scott and Craig Fer- uh, oh, Ferguson. And? Or no, Craig Robinson. Uh-huh. Wrong Craig. And oh, it looked pretty funny. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like a little lighthearted kind of watch. And it seems like they have pretty good chemistry. Adam Scott and Craig Robinson, I think they had pretty good chemistry. It made sense, like, mm. why they are, you know, taken how they are, how they were and all that kind of stuff. And, like, why them? And, um, I don't know, it kind of seemed like when, you know, it's only a 30-minute show. And so mm. I watched it on Hulu. It was like, you know, 23 minutes. I was like, oh, that's it's already over? So, yeah. I mean, you know, when a show is, I'm not watching and going, like Gotham going, oh my God, there's still 20 minutes left. This mm-hmm. one actually, it was pretty, pretty fun. So, I mean, I think I'm going to just, I'm going to keep watching it just to kind of see where yeah. it goes. And okay. Yeah, because like I, I was going to give it a shot. I it's mean, kinda like, like it's I said, kinda it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's thing. not X-Files because it's not FBI or anything, but it's kind of like funny X-Files, it seems like maybe. Funny Files. Funny Files. Funny Files. Funny X. There is a show that starts this week, but we won't do a podcast over it because it's on Friday. 
Uh, is it uh, Inhumans? Inhumans, yes. We're, they're going to have the first two episodes that were in the IMAX theaters that the critics and supposedly everybody on the planet hated. <laughs> so we're going to be watching two hours of that crap on Friday. Yeah, so that'll, that'll just be... Because, you know, our Friday episodes are going to have to be ringed into the... We're trying, guess, to, trying to figure out if we do the podcast on Thursdays, on Fridays, to try to figure out. I think we're going to have to do it on thir- on Fridays. Well, yeah, so what, we can get the arrow in on Thursday. Because that's what's messing up the whole schedule on podcasts is because now Arrow is on Thursday. Mm-hmm. When I and wish, I wish they would just stick keep it Arrow on Wednesday. on Wednesday. That way we can do our podcast on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And if we did it on Thursday, we could include the Fridays before Inhumans episode like we did last year with Grimm. And you have time to listen to it before the episode. And, yeah. And then... By the time the Friday episode of Inhumans on, you've kind of got our take on what happened, how we felt about it. Yeah, last like you've week's already episode. watched it. Yeah, you've already watched it before you even kind of listen to the podcast. So, yeah, we're still it'll it's going to be kind of like Thursday we're going to figure era, out, man. you know, mm. with these new schedules and you know how the shows are, we'll kind of figure out as we go and see if there's a better way of doing it. You know, once we start doing it, and so mm. right now our our plan is to do them on Fridays, so they'll be coming out, you know, Friday evenings, Friday nights. So we'll see if they change them or not. Because then we're thinking if it doesn't come out Friday, if we do it the Monday before, but then you know if we have a movie, that's gone. usually yeah. Then you're seeing it, you know. Then our, we're reviewing Supergirl on the night Supergirl comes out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, I, I, you know what? It's lose-lose. After sitting here talking about this and, and thinking out loud on radio, uh-huh. uh, I think Fridays is the better day of the Monday just because of the movies. But it's also because of the show. Like, we tend to talk more and like the CW shows more so than... I mean, I definitely feel like we give them a little bit more priority. Yeah. And I would much rather years. not sacrifice them like say mm-hmm. we did our show on monday and we're talking about the pre- previous week's supergirl you know i would sooner you know yeah screw over you know inhumans on friday <laughs> yeah then than not so okay well, well then it's then settled it. boom that's it <laughs> subject to change <laughs> <laughs> for now but, uh, okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. I think this is going to be the only one this week. Yep. But this next week, it's going to be two episodes, Ninjago and starting some... Oh, no, wait. Yeah, because yeah, 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 you, yeah. you're going to have The Gifted. Oh, yeah, I think The right. Gifted starts next Monday. Um, it's just not the CWs. The CWs, I think, start... No, I, th- I, I thought that Flash started on the s- second. Well, it would be the third. Or the third... Okay, well, we'll see. Anyway. Screw us. We don't know. Just We'll uh, figure it out. When the show comes on, we'll talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook for just like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. And then you can also find all of our podcasts online on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, or, you know, wherever on the dark web you find us. But that's going to be it for this week. Wrapping it up. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. And, yeah, uh, 
It is the 10th for The Flash. It's what IMDb says. Haha, I feel good. All right. Bye, guys.